Um, yeah, but I love my place. I, I got lucky, especially with how expensive rent is in Jacksonville right now. I like look at Zillow all the time because I'm just like curious and it's, yeah. it's nuts. You can't find a place under 1800 on this side of the intercoastal. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's trying to move here, you know? It's Dude, beautiful here. Like I've seen so many out-of-state license plates, like Pennsylvania, New York. Like It's just every day, it's like New Jersey. It's like, all right, guys, relax. I know. I mean, we're super blessed to live here and... It's great living here, you know. Yeah, because you've lived at the beach like your whole life too, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, I moved, I moved here whenever I was three, and then I moved away to Connecticut for a year. Oh, okay. And then I was living on and like on top of a mountain <laughs> for a year, and uh, that was a hell of an experience. It was, it was different. Yeah. And then I moved back here, and um, still like had like the same friends and yeah it was great it was a yeah good experience. and we're both at unf right mm-hmm. what are you studying again i'm studying logistics right now okay yeah and uh i'm in my last year trying to grind it out yeah you never finish <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh I'm, i'll graduate next december that's good. the plan if i pass everything and i just found out i have to uh take three classes this summer I was like, guys, I mean, how much more do you need? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. I'm I'm thankful going to UNF because you know, everything's like right down the street. Um it's super close and I get get to still live at the beach and go to school. Yeah. And so that's that's been great. You know, I can surf and then you know, go drive to class. I'm not like in the middle of nowhere right on a university yeah and so you can kind of go do a lot of cool stuff and you do school at the same time so it's been great are you still surfing a lot um not as much as i want to um i'm still surfing a little bit i'm going to costa rica actually oh sick next week okay yeah yeah so i'll be i'll be surfing a lot there but um no i'm i usually was like training a lot and just trying to focus a lot of my time into that or I'm like injured or something and I I can't surf and I'm kind of just like doing what I can to stay in shape so so what's your training right are you is it just jujitsu or is it just is it mixed martial arts is it a little bit of everything so I compete in jujitsu I don't have any fights yet in the cage okay but um I've I've competed in jujitsu um a handful of times and uh yeah right now i'm my hand is like broken so i haven't <laughs> i've just been like doing what i can to stay in shape but uh yeah right now i'm only like competing in jujitsu okay is yeah. the plan to then move on to stuff in the cage yeah yeah i want to i want to do something like fighting standing up whether it's like a boxing um debut or like a muay thai debut yeah and uh yeah and the cage would be cool too um i would probably do like a combat night there's uh this like local well not local it's all around florida but they come here and they like do uh events in orlando too and usually like a lot of the local fighters around here um they'll compete they'll have their fights uh for this um fighting agency called combat night so it's like kind of like the 
it's kind of like the ufc of of florida if oh, you will okay okay gotcha. yeah and those fights are super cool to watch because they're kind of like guys our age that are just starting to fight or yeah. even people who are 18 um that are just starting to fight wow and it's just really cool to see you can kind of like it's like more like relatable yeah you yeah, know yeah. Versus um, so like a professional who's been doing it for 10 plus years yeah like if you watch ufc it's at such a high level that it almost seems like <clears throat> like a video game yeah and these guys cardio are, is insane like yeah they're just putting on an insane pace for 20 minutes it just doesn't even seem real yeah and so then you know you watch combat night and these guys are still super high level but it's pretty cool to see guys locally like just from around here fighting um there's one guy who i think is probably going to go into the ufc who lives here in jacksonville his name's steven coslow hmm. and uh he's he's like amazing he's he's a really good fighter and uh i think he fights march 19th in orlando oh, okay and for combat okay. night yeah yeah and uh yeah he's i think he's like five and oh right now wow soon to be six and oh so how do you yeah. get into fighting in that program like do you is it just kind of like anyone can join in or do you have to like have some fights under your belt to like show that you can do it how does it work i think it's a combination between um they talk to your coach and kind of mm -hmm. see where you're at and also i mean you can just sign up on your own and say hey i have this amount of experience oh. and they'll and they'll pair you up with somebody who has roughly the same kind of experience as well oh, okay interesting yeah dang that's cool so where are you training now i'm training at 10th planet jujitsu where is that where's that there's so many like around here yeah like, i didn't know there were that many and i looked at i was like there's a shit ton of places around here yeah yeah there's a lot um 10th planet jujitsu is off university mm. it's uh it's about 30 minutes away from here oh so it's kind of a haul yeah yeah it's but it's worth it though dude like this i get put to work there dude really? like there's so many just like high level guys um there a guy named brian brown uh he owns and runs the gym and he's a black belt under eddie bravo whoa and eddie bravo is the guy yeah. you, you are you yeah, familiar yeah, with eddie yeah, bravo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's legit <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's really good too like he smashes like all the students yeah. like and uh yeah and the first time that i went there i knew that that gym was you know right for me because i like literally didn't tap anybody out i was just getting like wiped like mopped the floor with yeah and uh there's just so many like super humble like keep to yourself guys there but you would never know like they just wipe like mop the floor with you yeah and uh yeah and it, it was it was a really good experience and uh i haven't been training there too much lately because of my hand but i'll go try to be there mentally mm -hmm. and just watch and um just kind of take in the knowledge what i can right now yeah yeah that one thing you said is like the humbleness and that's something that charlie mentioned when i was talking to him once like it's such an interesting thing with fighters like 
they're arguably one of the most like badass people on the planet and like they're like you wouldn't really know it you know what i mean yeah it's uh i think they just have a really good perspective on life because it's such a pure high like high level sport and you're and you're put through so much mental like you're put through a lot of mental stress and you have to address that stress um every day um especially like if you have a competition coming up or if you have a fight coming up um they have to be really in touch with themselves and uh with their mind and everything has to you know be be working properly their diet um their health their mental state yeah um how their training is going and so i think a lot of it has to do with they're just put through so much adversity and you know the more you know there's no struggle without growth like the more you struggle and the more you suffer the more perspective you're going to have on life and i think that's why uh fighters are the way they are is because they they kind of bounce back from all that struggle and all the stress and all the suffering and uh and they're just not afraid you, you kind of have to accept death um whenever you s step in there and step on that mat or step in that cage like um even in a jujitsu match like you can get picked up and slammed on your neck and that can be the last jujitsu match like you have or you know there's it can be pretty catastrophic it's it's uh really unforgiving but um it's also one of the most rewarding things that you could you could do in my opinion i mean i i just like it that much <laughs> but i'm sure like running with you like running super for like how how long have you been running recently um so i actually got injured i i messed up my knee i'm nursing injury too i uh i don't know what happened i got back from a trip and like a family vacation we weren't running or anything and i tried to jump back into it and for the past seven weeks i haven't run to this morning was my third run in the last like four days um so i just had been doing a lot of rowing and then lifting and then like on the stationary bike but my running was definitely it was getting to a point where i was pretty happy with like my best my best run that i did was a a 10 mile run at like a 549 or like a 552 pace or something like that wow like it was like and like you have like a high afterwards like something i'm sure like you would get if like when you tap someone or something like that yeah or like an ice bath or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i see you keep posting that on instagram you use that a lot dude yeah that's been such a life-changing um form of recovery for me like they're huge they're awesome dude i i recommend everybody should at least try ice baths everybody you know says i hate the cold i can't do it but it, it's just like anything else like you you have to start somewhere start with the cold shower I'm, i mean like just start somewhere but um how often do you do it and for how long i usually i usually do it for 15 minutes um but if i have a lot of time that day I'll do hot cold contrast mm. through uh vasodilation and vasoconstriction. And so 
vasodilation is whenever your veins get bigger. And then vasoconstriction <clears throat> is whenever your veins constrict. Right. And so I'll just go bounce back in between hot, cold, hot, cold. And uh, you get an insane endorphin release. Yeah. That's why it's so good for um, people who have depression. Hmm. And uh, like Wim Hof. Yep. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Are you are you familiar with mm-hmm. like his work? Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, he people he, who don't know, he's like, is he a Norwegian? Is he? Uh, I think he's from Poland. Oh, he's Pol. Okay. Yeah. He's like this legendary breathwork, cold water immersion, um, just therapy kind of guy. Like he just he's he's nuts with that kind of stuff, but uh. He's like really created a whole brand around it, and uh, it's really interesting his work and like what he does. Yeah, he he has a lot of world records for the longest like submersion in ice. Yeah, and um, also he he has his own camps you can go to, and he teaches you how to breathe and how to increase uh how to get a produce adrenaline in your body at will to keep you warm mm. and so that's why he's able to submerge himself in ice for hours at a time because yeah. he can produce adrenaline release adrenaline in his body at will wow that's sick <clears throat> yeah that's impressive it's nuts and so you can become a wim hof instructor um if you do enough of these camps but they're super expensive i've looked into it they're like four thousand dollars yeah and uh that's like laird hamilton stuff too yeah yeah it's like those are badass but it's like bro it's like 10 grand probably for like (laughs) but the studies like are amazing like he's healed so many people that have chronic you know chronic diseases and people that have had like no hope and they go there and they say their life has drastically changed because of these methods like also his uh his his breathing work is like something in a side like something different Mm -hmm. aside from all the ice baths if you implement that with the ice baths it's like you get this like euphoric high yeah and people say they tap into like a different part of their mind and they're able to like break through these mental barriers that they've just never been and then that's why like their life changes so much is because they can break through these mental barriers that they've never been able to break through before and so you have fighters like going there like alistair overeem and uh a couple other fighters to go to him um but it's a great way for you to recover and boost your immune function um it's also a great way to lose weight too to kind of get lean as well because we have two types of fat and there's white fat which is in your abdomen and there's brown fat which is in your neck and um some other places too but brown fat is better because brown fat helps us um create heat which helps us burn calories Mm. so there lies like how you're how you're uh losing weight in the ice bath is because it helps us uh create more brown fat and uh that's why like whenever people usually get out of the ice bath 
like they look a little bit more like yeah. green yeah um but yeah i mean for your knee dude i i really recommend hot cold contrast yeah. i don't know exactly like what happened but yeah and one thing that i've been doing and this kind of goes with that is uh like when you're saying he's healed a lot of people i think it's interesting that there's a lot of non-medicinal methods out there that like really can help people whether it's like with injury or just overall health and wellness that like isn't really talked about a lot and one thing that i've started implementing is backwards sled walking yes. to help my knees and i probably do it three times a week and it's like a part of my warm-up routine before i lift and i mean my knees gotten better like a hundred percent it's gotten stronger and that's great that's just i heard it on rogan like i forget the guy's name but the he's known as like the knees over toes guy yeah ben patrick yeah yeah it was a great podcast yeah that dude's nuts um like what he can do but um i yeah i've been doing that and i think that's just like one of many examples of non-traditional healing methods and like one of the things he talked about was when people just take um like ibuprofen or something like that like that's actually like breaking down the cartilage and the cartilage is actually yeah. what you need. And therefore it's like not really helping you. Um, and also it's just relieving the pain. It's not fixing the problem. Right. So like when I heard that, I was like, all right, cutting out the ibuprofen, we're going to fix this the right way. And it's, it's helped a lot. I'm, I'm happy for you, dude. Yeah. yeah ben Patrick, he has crazy story too. Yeah. How, uh, he couldn't even jump. I know. And now he can dunk it's it's mind-blowing um you know most people that get suffer through the amount of injury he's had i mean he's had like several surgeries on his knee and doctors told him like you're never going to be able to do this again you're never Uh going to be able to do that again and he just started doing all this research on his own yeah and created his own his own routine his own protocol and helped thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people right now to heal their needs too like that that's insane and uh yeah just hearing stories like that is gets me motivated gets me hyped to uh to like keep training and also like there's hope for a lot of people who have these chronic injuries now is with uh technology now you know you can really educate yourself on a lot of this and yeah well that's part of the reason why i i got that ski erg along with the bike um because the ski erg great because it's one of the only upper body cardio machines like ever and like if i'm having like a lot of knee pain or if my legs are killing me like i can rip on that thing Mm -hmm. and then like you still get a cardio workout or if like you just don't want to use your upper body. Always sit on the bike. Um, but I think that sled is like one of the best workout tools like on the planet. I love that thing. Like I can do a full body workout with like walking forwards, walking backwards, attaching the rope, doing pulls, getting the poles, doing pushes. Like yeah, <laughs> those things are like, and it's brutal. You're like done and you're like, holy shit. Right. I know. They say that. I think is uh he says the fast the stronger you are backwards the stronger you are forwards. Yeah, and it was interesting how he talked about the the finish, right? It was the finish like bodybuilders is where 
it might have been discovered because they would pull logs out of the woods and they would do it walking backwards. Yeah, I'm and not they sure. Were, like, yoked. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, the study on that how how that came about, but I mean, I do it as well. Yeah, I do it as a warm up. Usually, I'll start walking backwards uh-huh. on like the dead mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I usually do that to warm up. And dude, warming up to I, a lot of people really lack either warming up and cooling down i think this is more important than the workout dude i think this is something that so many people and i get it people are on a time constraint and they just want to get in and out of the gym but this is something that's so important and will prevent you will decrease your likelihood of getting injured so much is if you stretch increase your mobility and you stretch after each workout and you warm up because if you if you stretch after each workout you're not only increasing your flexibility but you're also getting like decreasing inflammation to go into the next workout mm-hmm. so if you keep building up all this stress on your joints and all your muscles and you're not stretching after each workout you're going to go into the next one really tight and you could potentially you know tear something pop something and so that's why I think that people need to really focus more on stretching after their workout. Also, the sauna mm-hmm. is a you know another great recovery yeah. method as well. Um, but yeah, like do like cool down, doing cool downs. Um, also, warming up with dynamic stretching. People usually. Uh, do a lot of static i see a lot of people doing static stretching static should be done afterwards yes yeah Yeah. um but like when i warm up like i should you not and it is because i have time i'm like we we have more time than like the average like adult who has like a nine to five or something so it's like i can spend like 25 minutes warming up all day long like i want to be like sweating going into the workout like i feel like that's when i know i'm like okay i'm actually warmed up now yes like i need to be breaking a sweat i hate going into like a lift especially like bone dry like feeling stiff i just can't do it yeah it's uh it's really dangerous and i i feel like that's not this is something that's not talked about a lot is the the i mean Whenever you're little and like whenever you're in your you're in PE class, you'll do like jumping jacks yeah. and like <laughs> I don't know. All that stuff is great, but I don't think increasing your mobility and your flexibility is talked about enough because this is something that's going to prevent you from getting injured is increasing your range of motion. Yeah. And it's especially important for you, I mean, as a fighter is range of motion and that's huge right yeah especially for jiu-jitsu yes um in jiu-jitsu we're put in a lot of funky positions yeah. and also especially with this whole system of leg locks now um leg locks are really really dangerous and they put a lot of torque in your knee and in your ankle Pretty much um, your whole triple extension, your ankle, your knee, and your hip. So when people attack this, these ligaments, if they're already tight, it'll pop. 
Oh, jeez. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and has that happened to you before? Um not to a crazy extent where I have to get surgery or anything like that, but it has happened, yeah. Oh, is it so painful? <clears throat> um not really till cuz you're already pretty warmed up. Okay. But until after until you cool down, you'll be like limp into your car and be like oh, oh shit i should have tapped earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah but i mean if that that's why getting warmed up is so important is because you can kind of lubricate your your joints and yeah. whenever people do uh start isolating these joints and start cranking on a little bit it won't pop and it won't tear right away because it'll be a little bit more lubricated but interesting um yeah it's uh the leg lock systems is like knife knife fighting because if you don't tap um it's really catastrophic and it could result in knee surgery and uh and this could all happen just through training yeah this can happen in training like if you're not if you don't know what you're doing and you got a big ego and it comes on really fast too and sometimes people have really flexible joints so they so they don't realize their knees about to blow out until it's too late. Yeah. So whenever people isolate this part of your knee or their ankle, you know, there's ankle locks too. Um, sometimes people don't want to tap and then, you know, they'll hear pop, pop, pop and their knee and they'll be like, oh shit, what was that? And then they'll stand up and their knee will give out. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, they won't be able to walk for a couple weeks and then they'll go get an MRI and, you know, their medial meniscus will be uh, completely torn. There's like inside heel hooks and outside heel hooks and uh, and a heel hook is pretty much um, and the isolation of your leg that puts enough torque through your uh, triple extension to pop your knee. Yeah. And um, inside heel hook will usually usually tear your medial meniscus which is the inside of your knee and the outside um heel hook will probably tear your ace uh lcl um and probably your mcl too it, it varies depending on you know if you're like a runner or something and you kind of already have like a little bit of like everybody's meniscus is a little bit torn mm -hmm. um if you're you know if you're a runner or something like that or if you're high level wrestler or whatnot but um yeah these uh these leg locks are it's like knife fighting it's nuts <laughs> dang yeah it's like a whole different aspect of martial arts that uh it's really cool and it's really efficient too you see a lot of guys this is all they do is attack the legs and uh yeah it could be it could be uh dangerous on their end too because like if you're in an mma fight like you can get blows to the head trying to attack somebody's leg but uh yeah these these leg locks are nothing to mess around with <laughs> so uh how do you like if you're doing mixed martial arts if you're not just focusing on one how do you balance between training and different art like how do you decide which one to do is it like oh monday wednesday friday we do Muay Thai, Tuesday, Thursday, we do jujitsu, Saturday, we do. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes people who really take uh, 
this sport seriously and this is what they want to do with their life they'll usually train um twice a day if not three times a day Mm -hmm. um i don't have the time uh (laughs) quite frankly or the testosterone to (laughs) to train three times a day i mean but they're not like hard sessions like you can't you can't go all out in all these sessions you you're usually just uh focusing on the the technique and the movement and just using your head Mm -hmm. rather than uh yeah yeah like a lot of it a lot of it's uh mental but um yeah you uh you usually like i mean if you got a jujitsu competition coming up you should you should just be training um jujitsu but if you're an mma fighter they'll usually do like their jujitsu in the morning or like striking at night Hmm. or vice versa um or i mean they they, they'll kind of you kind of got to listen to your body too um because you can overtrain and that can lead to onset um chronic fatigue yeah and chronic fatigue is is really bad i mean that can make you have insomnia Mm -hmm. um just like never recover pretty much it sucks yeah yeah have you had that i've had like cumulative fatigue like where it's just been like like i've had a hard training block and it's just like built up and you're just like get to the end of it and you're just like this is horrible and you just feel like death yeah and you and you like can't fall asleep yeah dude yeah. I've, I've trouble enough falling asleep i was like in this add this into the mix it's horrible right especially training um closer to bedtime yeah that's that's the problem with like a lot of these places like classes is like six or seven a night and that is like so not ideal for your body yeah it's it, it's not um but people get off work and they're trying to get after it. Yeah. And I get that, but uh yeah, it's it is a problem. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think I've I ever work out after 4. I think that's probably when I cap it. That's good. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just cuz I don't like cuz if I have dinner also, I don't really like want to feel like eating or training after dinner. Right. Like occasionally I like I'm like, oh, I'll go for like a two mile jog or something just for shits, but like nothing ever like fighting, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just I wouldn't want to get the heart rate up so high. Yeah. Also, I, uh, uh, yeah, it, you kind of got to train based on uh your your eating schedule too, because you don't want to train on a full stomach. I usually try to train fasted. Yeah. So I'm yeah, lighter too. on my feet, and uh, I can get more oxygen in my stomach because. If you if you have uh, food in your stomach, um, all the blood's gonna go to your stomach, and you're just gonna gas. Well, that's like diving too. Like I, I never like to go like free diving like after eating, right? Because it's just like you're screwed. But any morning workout I do, it's always fasted. Like, right. I, and that's I've never like I have a I have a buddy who's a very high level rower, and I think he, he almost always eats before he rose and i just have never been able to do it i always feel like i'll like be sick if i do that but some people can like eat <laughs> yeah. and then like go go hard i'm like i don't get that yeah do it a lot of it everybody's gut biome's different everybody's metabolism is uh faster or slower than each yeah. other but i can only eat twice a day and really? i feel yeah i feel great like like are they just two big meals um not necessarily um you i mean sometimes like the meal at night is usually bigger yeah because that's like after i'm training and uh i'm more fasted at night and 
you because like in the morning i drink coffee uh-huh. and i think that um stunts like my my insulin and like my glucose yeah so uh yeah i think a little bit in the morning I, i'm not usually as hungry yeah i usually don't eat till 1 30 oh, in okay. the afternoon and then i don't eat dinner until like eight o'clock at night oh okay yeah but uh i think that that works best for me yeah everybody's gut biome's different like yeah it's i've tried that before like i used to do just like the coffee for breakfast but like since i work out in the morning i want to eat something after i work out you know oh yeah of (laughs) course yeah i usually have i usually have um nutrients in my body from dinner right so everything's already digested in the morning and i'm ready to go in the morning and uh get my workout in and then usually i like to be fasted whenever i i'm doing my schoolwork and stuff like that i think it helps with cognitive focus dude yes it really does i get like hyper focused if i'm fasted yeah and and there's science um there's there's plenty of studies that say that you know you're i don't know the exact percentage but it's a lot that your alertness and uh your your focus and your attention span goes way up whenever you're fasted because whenever we're fasted we are we need like our body gives us a sense of like we need to hunt mm-hmm. and well, it goes back to like caveman times it's like they're out there starving trying to hyper focus on stuff looking for food yeah and that's like what happens to us yeah and uh like same thing with like you know we see like bears and stuff like that um animals that are really hungry usually have a lot of energy and a lot of aggression and uh i think that we can really resonate with that as yeah, well. Yeah, we call it hangry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My parents know that from me very well. <laughs> yes. So I think it's good to train fasted to an extent. Like you don't want to train you don't want to train um fasted like four days into a fast. Like you're yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get hurt or you're gonna pass out. But um I think time restrictively eating is can be really beneficial for some people um for others people who are really reliant on carbohydrates um like in particularly like people who eat a lot of high glycemic carbohydrates yeah um usually have a hard time with uh with fasting and stuff like that because um their insulin and their glucose levels are are usually a little bit messed up um from eating a lot of sugar and stuff like that and their body yeah kind of becomes reliant on some of those high glycemic carbs and you can actually have like carbohydrate withdrawals huh. um if you like switch up your diet and go like yeah. keto or go like vegan yeah all of a sudden so it can I be. wouldn't like that. I like carbs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you need. There. I mean, have you ever heard of the carnivore diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm curious to try it. Like, I kind of want to try it for a few weeks and just see what happens. But I would add fruit. I would have fruit, um, and then just the meat. Yeah, I'm. So I'm two weeks in the carnivore diet oh, right shit. now. How is it? It's been great. Are you like super strict with it? Yes, and I think that's one thing. 
that all these diets have in common is they're very restrictive. Mm-hmm. So that's why people swear by most of these most of these diets is because they're already cutting out the stuff that you already shouldn't eat. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, no vegans the best, no paleo's the best, no pescatarian. Like, where they're already swearing by this because they're already cutting out what you're not supposed to eat. There are you're like yeah. you're kind of slapping the label on um the fact that you're on doing healthy eating. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so but uh to go back to the carnivore diet, yeah, I feel great. Um I do feel like this is something that's um in my opinion that's not very good for bodybuilders mm-hmm. and for people who are trying to put on uh a lot of size. Um, because I do feel like I'm losing a lot of weight, but I'm still staying lean at the same time. I do feel a lot lighter on my feet and I do feel that I still have a lot of energy after I eat. I don't have like a crash or where I feel like lethargic after I eat. Yeah. I feel pretty good. How are your, how's your energy and workouts? Really good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh. I think, I think it's because I'm um, I'm eating a lot of a lot of fruit. I think it might be because I'm starting to become fat adapted, and what that means is that your body starts to use fat as its main energy source instead right. of car- instead of uh, carbohydrates. Well, so the different carbohydrates like yeah. the rice and the potatoes. Yeah. And all that stuff, your body starts to use um, the fats and the meat and then the fruit. And you can also um, eat some dairy whenever you're on the carbohydrate or whenever, excuse me, whenever you're on the carnivore diet because um, because some dairy comes from animals. Right, yeah. So it that is an animal-based food as well. But this doesn't mean you can go, you know, get uh animals from Publix. oh this is great like (laughs) this carnivore diet's amazing i can just drink animals and do all this like no you gotta get animals yeah (laughs) yeah like go gurt like oh this carnivore diet's amazing oh my god yeah no you can't it's gotta be like it's gotta be uh the non-pasteurized yogurt like the really thick yogurt straight from the farm yeah it doesn't taste very good yeah (laughs) like very very low in sugar um because a lot of uh a lot of the a lot of the yogurts um and a lot of dairy in, in the milk is put through this like heat process that usually kills off um a lot of the good bacteria and a lot of the nutrients um in the milk before uh before it's shipped off and put in the grocery stores so yeah that's why it's good to get um non-pasteurized yeah yeah yeah. so then what are you typically is it mostly red meat that you're eating um what's like the 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 main meats that you eat so yeah usually usually with a lot of the um people who do the carnivore diet they'll usually just do They'll usually just do steak, like almost every meal. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. I mean, I do, I like to do eggs and then 
some people some like carnivore md are you familiar uh, with yeah. him he's saying that like fish some fish is bullshit like huh. some fish you shouldn't eat which i think i think that's kind of silly like our our ancestors like yeah what lived fish off was fish. it he was saying were no good i i he didn't say exactly but he was like i'm gonna do a video on on why fish uh why some fish is bullshit but i don't know i, I think that's too strict like right now right now i'm just exploring what works for me mm -hmm. and it's been working and uh yeah i i think that eating fish is great and it has a lot of nutritional value gotta get your omega three yeah yeah acids. yeah for sure and yeah. I don't know about I don't know about all that, but yeah, I do eat fish. Okay. So so fish, eggs, fish, eggs. Um, yeah, red meat. Yep. Um, and then I don't I don't like to do uh, chicken really? as much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They they say they're saying that you shouldn't you shouldn't eat a whole lot of chicken. Um, whenever you're on the carnivore diet. Why not? Um, because it has a, like a lot of antibiotics in it and stuff like that. Huh. And, um, but I, I eat chicken here and there. Um, but mostly it's red meat and fish, red meat, fish, fruit. eggs, yeah. fruit, dairy. Nice. Yeah. And so it's just two meals a day. So you'll like for breakfast, you'll have like eggs. Yeah. Or I'll have like, uh, like bison or yeah, something. Bison's like, really good. Bison fruit. And then like maybe uh maybe some dairy yeah or um yeah one thing that's interesting about the carnivore diet and like i know rogan talked about it he said like he just gets so much a lot more satiated more quickly because like you're just eating meat so it's like oh you eat a thing of steak you're like all right i'm done i don't need anything else like versus like if you had like pasta you'd be like oh like give it all yeah and i think the problem with some of these diets is they're not very good if like if you're taking people out to dinner like if you're yeah i was wondering if you're an entertainer like for a business or something um or if you're like out on a date it can kind of like you make, know much of a pain that is be like uh yeah i'm paleo do you have anything yeah that wasn't made not from a factory i know i know yeah people can kind of be like what the hell yeah like, i don't know it's but you <laughs> You got to stay disciplined with some of this stuff because if you want, if you want, you know, good results, you got to stay disciplined. And if you're, and if you want to change your life, you, you really got to start making drastic changes yeah. in, in your diet. I feel like the carnivore one actually isn't a hard one to do at a restaurant. Cause like if you go no. to a place, as long yeah. as it has chicken or steak like or fish you're pretty much set like it's like oh then i just don't eat the side dish right and then you're good right yeah and um but yeah drastic changes yeah you need to make them sometimes <laughs> yeah and yeah i feel i feel great on the carnivore diet um i don't know if this is something i'm gonna do forever like, yeah is it like i was wondering if it's one that like I mean, obviously there are people that do it like constantly. Yeah. But I was wondering if you thought it was like a long lasting one. Um, probably not. Uh, I I want to explore new new things and try new things and yeah. Um, what uh carnivore MD calls is truth seeking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I'm a truth seeker. <laughs> see what really works. Um, but yeah, it's uh. Then you see like Liver King too. Oh, dude, that guy's crazy. He's he's just like way too. I think he's just way too strict. Yeah, he's a little like, extreme. Yeah, way too extreme. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. more. That's more of a good word, but I think he, I think they spread a good message, and they're yeah. they're all just trying to help people. Like they're all just trying to, um, kind of educate people. Yeah, on what yeah, yeah. what you can do and what options are out there, and you know what uh what has worked for them, and I think I think it's a great what they're doing is great. Well, it's interesting because for them it it obviously works. I mean, these people were talking about they're, they're jacked, they're shredded, like they're like Adonises. And you wouldn't really hear anything about these studies like in any typical nutrition class or any nutrition book. Like, But like obviously they work, but just people don't really like talk about them. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, holistic, natural um, ways to heal your body isn't really talked about in general. There's well, that, a, yeah, I mean, the vaccine and all that stuff, just like case in point for that. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it's just like, there's a lot of quick fixes and band-aids um, for a lot of stuff. And I feel like if you can just make small changes in your lifestyle choices and your diet um, and kind of just like address everything and be disciplined, it can make the biggest difference in your life yeah but you just got to stay a little bit disciplined and uh educate yourself like watch watch podcasts and stuff like that and uh just explore like try try new things become a truth seeker yeah become a truth seeker <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah truth seeking i don't know it's it's uh like this the whole thing with the ice bath and stuff like that like you kind of can address a lot of stuff um in your head whenever you're doing an ice bath like whenever you're putting your body through that amount of stress um you can kind of you start kind of thinking about a lot of stuff and you can kind of address a lot in your head and i don't know it also makes other things seem easier yeah Especially like when you put yourself through hard shit, like physical hard stuff, like it makes other things be like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that stressful. <laughs> like we'll get through this. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> and you realize how, how uh, blessed you are after you like you overcome, you know, some struggle, you, you realize how much worse you could have had it. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that you see we could like we see now is um with people that are like really sick with cancer or uh people that are you know have like are super old with dementia and um deaths like getting close is uh we start to become like this whenever we see that as like a 23 year old you can kind of like you can kind of start to see like oh this you got to put yourself in their shoes like this this could happen to me yeah. or th this might happen to me so i need to get going and like i might not be able to work out tomorrow like i might not be able to take a nice bath so i need to take full advantage of 
of what's going on right now and my opportunities and it's uh whenever I look at stuff like that, it just gets me fired up. It like harden like hardens my my ideas and it just gets me really fired up whenever I realize how, how blessed I am and what I can do today. Mm-hmm. And I just attack that head on because I know in the future, I, you know, I'm going to be old someday not being able to do shit or, you know, I might be in hospice not being able to do an ice bath yeah. <laughs> or not being able to train jujitsu anymore. Like yeah. to be able to train jujitsu, you have to have, a fully functioning body right and you have to be healthy you have to be able to think you have to be able to see you have to have a fully function i mean some people train through through chronic injuries which uh is good and bad i mean it has ups and downs i mean you could set yourself back for a long time but man like once you once you realize if you have all these tools you can use and once you realize what you can do and how blessed you are i mean it really it really fires me up yeah and i think it's also really important for like people our age to take advantage of the time and the ability for having a healthy lifestyle and actually putting forth effort into taking care of yourself because it does make a difference in the long run and i think a lot of people don't have a good foundation when they're in their 20s or something because mm-hmm. of whatever and then they're regretting it in their 40s when they're getting injuries that could have been prevented or they're just not in shape and it's just they might be a little bit more depressed and i think it makes a huge difference to start early and like get a jump on it yeah 100 percent, and just like make the best of your time you know while you're young and while you're healthy like if, if you have a healthy fully functioning body like you can do a lot yeah and it's amazing you know what you can do with the fully functioning body and just not take uh not take your health not take a healthy body for granted you know yeah for sure speaking of like a healthy body so since you're you're injured right now with your hand what are you able to do training wise i'm able to do a lot um and it'll it'll heal soon, but I'm able to do like I'm able to use um my lead hand like my jab and work on like my kicks and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And uh, right now I'm kind of taking a break from jujitsu because it's really sensitive, and if anybody even like touches it, it's pretty compromised right now. It'll yeah. It uh can it, it can be re-injured really fast. So I'm just taking a break right now, but right. I mean, I can do anything like lower body. Um, I can do some upper body. I just got to push with my palms. Like, oh, interesting. Like this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and then I've also been training my neck too. I think training your neck is really important for... What are you using to do? An iron neck or... Uh, like no, I wish. that That's actually a really good really good one to train your neck too. But um, no, if you if you just uh, lay down on a flat bench and let, uh, just your neck hang off uh-huh. you do uh neck like oh. curls like this yeah and uh you do like i do like a hundred yeses a hundred no's a <laughs> hundred maybes <laughs> i learned this from um my my old uh jujitsu teacher his, his name's a brow 
he's he's from brazil but he moved to hawaii um we did this and one time like we did this and my neck was so sore i like wasn't able to move it <laughs> but then i started to implement it into my workouts and stuff and my neck felt so much more stabilized and stronger and uh working out your neck can also um prevent um sh- not only neck injuries but right. shoulder injuries as well like really it's all in like your posture yeah and uh posture is really important for wrestling because you use your head um whenever you go in to take somebody down you, you use your head yeah and uh if you got a weak neck you could tweak your neck and also you know if you're getting popped in the face like <laughs> yeah yeah like you could absorb some shots with the with a strong neck too um do you think it's gotten bigger like size wise from this um i don't know i i mean i i think it's definitely uh, getting stronger yeah um but from like gains like hypotrophy yeah is that how you say it hypertrophy hypertrophy yeah uh perspective maybe but not <laughs> not by a lot and i know from like from like an aesthetic like uh look i, I think like there's like a study like girls like check out your check out your neck yeah or like check so. out your jaw or something and they're into like wacky stuff <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't care about any of that shit <laughs> yeah yeah nowadays but uh yeah i mean i think working out your neck is really is really slept on yeah and it can you can really benefit from it too yeah and i think just i mean even like when people who aren't even like fighters or something like even if they're like skiing or whatever and they take a fall yeah and if they have like a really weak neck like they could really jack themselves up but if they're stronger up there like that can prevent a lot of serious injuries yeah it's uh it's i mean when people see you doing that at the gym um i mean if i saw somebody working out their neck i'd be like hell yeah dude, yeah that's what's up Get like, it. <laughs> yeah you're doing the right kind of shit anyone else would be like what the fuck yeah but like doing? sometimes like uh i'll put the like dumbbell on the side of my head and i'll be like laying off the yeah. bench and i'll do like these and people and i'll see people like give me weird looks and i'm like Dude, I'm trying to train my neck so I don't get my my neck cranked off. Yeah, like listen, <laughs> man, I'm out here. To kill. <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, <laughs> my neck cranked off. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think it's a great way to, um, not only look good but to prevent yeah injuries in the neck. Because, I mean, if you get an injury in your neck, you you could be done, dude. Yeah, you got to be careful with the neck like it's so dangerous i think yoel romero um you have retired ufc fighter mm. he suffered from like a crazy neck injury and the doctors told him uh y'all you, you're never going to be able to fight again but then he like whenever he came back from his neck injury his traps and his neck was huge like it was insane huh uh whenever you fight uh like Paulo uh costa yeah yeah um his neck was insane because i think he like snapped some vertebrae in his neck and uh the doctors i mean whenever you do something in your neck like that you yeah your career uh could be done but also i'm sure he had some like stem cell stuff you know injected in his neck or like some peptides too. yeah like, yeah that seems to be the wave nowadays right? dude technology's getting 
so like it's so cool it's i I, that that's also given a lot of people hope like again like the the technology now is uh really helping a lot of people from a longevity standpoint um keep their career going yeah that's another thing that people don't really talk about also the stem cells yeah i mean um the research is getting better and better yeah but uh a lot of doctors um sometimes have a hard time determining whether you're a candidate for that kind of stuff because your your health insurance doesn't pay for any of that stuff mm. and it usually cost i think for like a prp injection it's like five two thousand dollars depending on like how many you get and where you yeah. get it but uh a lot of studies show that it's really effective in the knees yeah um prp injections and uh i hate shots though yeah but dude it it could make your quality of life like so much better i mean that those have really given people a lot of hope and prolong their their careers especially like nfl athletes Mm. those guys got so much money you know they sprain their ankle burn oh prp injection (laughs) peptide injection yeah people are making uh on uh i heard on dr are you familiar with dr sinclair Mm -mm. um he is the he has his own podcast but he is the longevity he does research at he's like the head of research at harvard Um, oh wait was he on rogan yeah yeah i listen yes yes i do know who he is yeah 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 i i try to uh listen to a lot of what he has to say um just to like prolong longevity yeah just to kind of educate myself because he talked about cardio i think right and that being like a big part of it yeah i i he dude he talks about a lot of stuff yeah um he but he was talking about how he does he does research um on like stem cells mm. and stuff like that and he was talking about how people have been um you can get this machine at your house and you can start people have started to make their own peptides and injecting themselves with it oh my gosh yeah and it's become like this like popular thing where people have figured out how to get all these different chemical compounds um and like uh i think peptides are mainly made up of like different amino acids and like compounds um they take like different compounds and they bind them together and they'll just inject them that's like zach galifianax in the hangover when he like shoots himself and the and they're like that's supposed to be done by a registered nurse he's like i am a nurse it's not registered <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i, I that's like become really popular is the, the peptides um at the house just <laughs> yeah but there's also like bpc 157 or whatever that's that's like a really popular um one there's a few other peptides, but I'm not, I haven't really looked into any of that kind of stuff. Cause yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't plan on doing any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Unless I'm like balling one day. I mean, I'm a college student. Like yeah. <laughs> if I, if I tweak my knee or something, I can't just like go drop a band on some stem right. cell or some peptides. <laughs> I wish though. Yeah. Whenever, like whenever I get a good job and stuff though, like definitely but yeah i right now like for preventative measures i'm very 
I try to be very aware of like the equipment I use, like when I'm lifting and like this, the ways that I lift, like Good. I don't really do deadlifting right now. I use a trap bar. Or a oh bar yeah. Yeah. Because it puts less load on my, my back and uh, I still get huge benefits from the pressing or the sit standing up, I guess. And uh, it works your quadriceps more than a traditional deadlift does, which I don't get from like other um, like running. I don't get, or even like biking, it's more hamstring. Right. Um, so like stuff like that, like I try to really put a lot of emphasis on just because I'm like, I don't care about having a huge deadlift. Like yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. really do anything for my life. I'd rather have my legs be healthy, my back be healthy, especially, and just be able to get stronger. Exactly. And yeah, I, f- I feel like people sometimes get confused with, uh, you know, how much weight you're pushing like what you're training for yeah people need to pay attention more to the goals and less about the numbers right and if you're a powerlifter and you're a bodybuilder we're like we're gonna have different goals than from like a performance perspective Mm -hmm. than what they're doing in the gym versus what we're doing in the gym and i think that people shouldn't lift like crazy heavy if they're training for performance but if you're training for the gym and to put up numbers yeah you know right you're gonna try to put up numbers but yeah training to be healthy and to prevent injuries is way different and yeah especially for a runner too like the a lot of the knees over toes um like a lot of ben patrick stuff he's got a lot of really good uh preventative um workouts to prevent injuries yeah for for runners i know i need to i need to look up on it more and uh it's called like the atg system or something yeah yeah i almost like i don't remember how much it is because it's like a oh dude you can all that stuff's on instagram yeah he did a good he does a good job with instagram he puts a lot of stuff out there um i can i can show you a lot of the stuff too i i've looked at a lot of his work and yeah i've implemented it to my workout routines and um my, i can just tell like my knees and uh just my triple extension overall feels amazing like really fantastic yeah like noticeable benefits do you do like plyo work a little bit yeah um i do i do a lot of his uh atg split squat i do a lot of yeah. tip raises a lot of calf raises I do a lot of walking backwards. Uh-huh. Um, I do the Jefferson's curl, Which weighted Jefferson's that? curl. It's whenever you're standing on an incline plane, and then you take weights, and you kind of you kind of uh, arc your back and try to touch your cho- toes. Uh, okay. But whenever you have weights, it's stretching your body down even more. So oh, it's interesting. creating flexibility in your back. Huh. And uh, yeah, the Jefferson's curl. Um, and then there's a there's a couple other really good exercises too um, that you can implement with knees over toes, but uh, also to increase flexibility, one really good way is stretching in the sauna after yeah. a workout. Oh my gosh! Whenever it's so like nice. all the lactic acid is already built up and you're just kind of like pushing through, it. like you really gotta breathe 
and dude that's like almost a workout in itself is <laughs> yeah stretching in the sauna when you get those heat shock proteins yeah yeah heat yeah. shock protein yeah i'm sure you get those training in your little dude yesterday when it was like this freaking weather i mean one day it's 50 in the morning the next day it'll be 75 but yesterday i was lifting in the afternoon and uh i mean i my shirt was drenched i was doing a lot of sled work and i just did some like traditional lifting stuff but i started on the bike and just dripping like there's like pools at the bottom of this thing and it's great because it feels good like i love the feeling of like really sweating yeah like i would not want to like lift in like a cold you know some places like you go in there like like a hotel gym it's like cold in there yeah dude. you're like i'm not even gonna sweat in here this sucks yeah that's i mean people get hurt yeah lifting in there too like you do not want to train cold no like it's terrible i get it uh for i I mean i don't really get it at the same time but i guess like if you're if you're an older person you don't want to like be getting your heart rate up like super crazy because it makes a big the heat makes a huge difference with heart rate yeah 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 so like i think that's why they at some gyms you'll see uh like a ymca or something yeah you'll you'll feel a little bit more cold because they got older people working out in there but i mean again older people need circulation too like yeah that's like the most important thing for older people is to get circulation yeah well that's why i got these recovery boots here for circulation oh is that like a normatech thing yeah they're made by therabody which is like the other big uh percussion gun um brand and right there is like a deal on them and i love them they're that's like super they're, cool. they're kind of like hard though sometimes like sometimes i'm like shit so like, yeah they're like these are tight yeah mind over matter <laughs> yeah. it's like squeezing you like i'll like send a picture Callous your mind <laughs> yeah. i'll send a picture and someone will be like what space suit are you wearing like on your couch and i'm like dude you don't even know yeah you don't know the grind bro yeah man <laughs> they're they're cool though um yeah i i i uh tried the normatech a few times I think you can get a lot of really good benefits out of that. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of studies that say that athletes noticeably know less inflammation. Yeah. Um, in their legs and whatnot, in their hips too. Have you ever tried the hips? Ones? I haven't tried the hip one. I feel like that'd be nice though. Dude, the hips one is is insane. Um, because your hips probably get really tight, right, from like jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. I mean everything, dude. Because like I'm kind of lanky, so my hips get really tight and uh the normatech one it squeezes the hell out of your hips and <laughs> it's insane i used to go to uh restore wellness it's right down there by a florida juice or is that a different uh it's it's a uh, by home depot it's like in the same oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about yep. i went there and i uh, i used to use uh their normatech there and i used to do the one on the hips and uh it was super painful but it was great <laughs> like afterwards time. yeah yeah at the same time i could i could tell like it kind of flushed a lot of the lactic acid out of out yeah. of my muscles and i just hate having my legs feel tired the next day like it's such an annoying like when you go down like go to the bathroom or something you sit down and you're like all right i'm not gonna be able to get up now like yeah it's horrible you feel like an old man like walking around like it sucks <laughs> i know yeah that's why that's why eating eating healthy too can also oh my gosh yeah yeah you know you know like 
inflammatory food yeah (laughs) like when you eat a bunch of pasta and you're just like shit yeah it uh uh, that's like one thing with the carnivore diet i've noticed i'm so it's so hard for me to get sore now really yeah but i i don't know if it's because i'm also doing like other forms of recovery yeah but i mean i've kind of also i've always been doing all that stuff but i think more now i'm and one thing with the carnivore diet is they say you can't drink coffee what which is like what dude i don't know the coffee is like my last drink of happiness <laughs> in the morning. yeah i look like, forward to it yeah dude I, I really look forward to caffeine um in the morning i mean i don't drink and i don't smoke like that's like my only it's my vice yeah. yeah yeah so <laughs> and and i think you know coffee is really good for uh like going back to like cognitive function yeah like it's it's great and it's just like a great way to start your morning too and yeah i'm not really willing to sacrifice that but they're saying like oh yeah like coffee can make is like an inflammatory and i'm like dude like this this is shit's getting way too extreme yeah so yeah that's like that's that's one thing with like the the carnivore diet is they're saying like if you want to get the most benefits, you have to cut out coffee. And nah. I was like, no. <laughs> this, I, I want to try the carnivore diet now, though. I, I'm, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'm not cutting out coffee, though. <laughs> you should. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Um, Do you drink black rifle coffee? No, I've, I've heard of it, though. <sighs> it's good. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. So many milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> really? How much? Like 300, I think. Oh wow! It's two hundred or three hundred. I can't remember, but it's a. a Are you serious? Yeah, dude, that's a lot. It's really good. That's nuts. That might uh might give me a heart attack. (laughs) But hey, let's do it. You only live once, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's uh, I love coffee. It gets it 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 makes me happy. Yeah, it's like why why would I need to take that out? It's like I'm already not eating a lot of other bad shit. Yeah, bad yeah once once it gets like too far to an extreme and it's like starting to uh affect you negatively yeah um it's hard to be able to just like balance though because if you want if you want like crazy results you kind of have to be crazy yeah you do you have to be a little insane yeah for sure. But like, I feel like the problem with most diets and the whole idea of a diet in general is that sometimes it's so challenging that people just get burnt out from it. Yes. And yeah. then it lasts six weeks tops. And then they're just like, this sucks. I can't do this anymore. And it's just because they were almost too restrictive. Like the regular average yeah. person who isn't trying to be like a high performance athlete, like they're just trying right. to lose 10 pounds before their trip yeah. you know what i mean and that's what they say cheat days are for yeah like it gives you something to look forward to at the end of the week like the rock or whatever yeah his cheat meals yeah, yeah he has like a stupid like it look great like crazy <laughs> uh crazy diet regimen but then on like sundays he just goes ham like yeah. on pancakes and like maple so syrup <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it gives you something to look forward to for sure but i think if you want to if you really want to uh, have crazy life-changing results, 
you got to make crazy life changes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't expect one without the other. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, maybe to maybe to keep the diet going, you can kind of do like cheat days here and there. So that way your body doesn't like, isn't like revolting and like you're not sacrificing a whole lot of your your happiness and like your social life too. Right. I think that's also probably one of the biggest parts of it is like it can be detrimental to that just because like we were saying like going to a restaurant becomes hard yeah like if you take like if you take a girl out or you're like out with your family and they're like why the fuck are you only eating a steak like kind of <laughs> makes them feel like all like i don't know like maybe like insecure or something yeah or, like, and it's like no it's not i don't not mean to make you feel bad she's like this yeah. is just what i want to do right now yeah and uh i don't know you just tell them hey i'm truth seeking <laughs> 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 oh my god what are you talking about <laughs> don't worry about it yeah i'm uh i'm trying to get in touch with my ancestors <laughs> i'm trying to be uh like hey liver king here oh my god <laughs> yeah that's hilarious dude he's got some crazy lifestyle ways man yeah like he sleeps on like a just a wooden plank right it's like a dude yeah he's like cut out all the he's like stripped like all the internet like wi-fi out of his house um because uh i mean it is proven that um like the stuff from like cell phones like yeah. the i don't know the exact science behind it but i know i know you like shouldn't sleep by your phone right right and stuff like that because it can it can uh, mess with your brain like sometimes give you cancer too yeah um but yeah, he's just taking it to like a whole extreme. Like he doesn't have like Wi-Fi in his house or like internet or any anything like that. And like, I guess he has to like leave his property to to do some of this stuff. I'm not really sure. It's like uploaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Imagine got, him walking into a Starbucks. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, I have to go like an internet cafe or something. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty cool because I think that a lot of the a lot of the stuff like going back to like living by like what your ancestors used to do or like cave cavemen like I think that is uh is really important to like kind of get in touch with yourself, like get in touch. Yeah. Um cuz a lot of the, a lot of these like foods and all, all these lifestyle changes can kind of like numb kind of like make your make your perception like blurred mm -hmm. like if you're eating like crappy food all the time it can not it can make you like not clear-headed can make you have like anxiety yeah and just kind of like throw off your whole mood yeah no, and definitely. so like if you're in touch with yourself and you're and you're eating stuff that's not like screwing with your gut bacteria or anything like that i think it can really help people with uh like depression, anxiety, and a lot of that stuff is uh, just by making like little changes here and there. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, we gave people a lot of good info on this uh, this episode. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I'm not like a doctor or anything <laughs> like that. I'm I just I'm pretty like I'm just an average you know dude that just wants to be healthy. Yeah, and just. Uh, likes to be active yeah and uh 
a lot of this a lot of this information you can literally just it's all out there on the internet yeah you just have to look for it yeah it's all accessible um on youtube through podcasts books um and then the more you talk about this stuff you know the more they're listening to on your iphone so yeah (laughs) they also just start popping up on your explore feed how did they figure out about this stuff (laughs) yeah but listen people we're no heroes you know we're just people trying to find the right way we're just out here truth seeking yeah truth seeking (laughs) um well thank you so much for coming down here we wanted to have you on for a while but as you know school and life and work just gets busy no i'm just thankful to be here i'm glad we could catch up yeah i haven't seen you in a while and uh i really appreciate you having me here yeah thank you honor